0: Not what's Coldplay, here. Eh?
1: Hello and welcome to the D Trap Spinners. I'm actually joined by a uh, lead singer of uh, Coldplay, Chris Martin. Chris, how you doing? Hello. Hello, Chris. I didn't know you were a fan of the Detroit Spinners podcast.
0: Yes, I love it. Played, I play, I play the the uh, lyrics on my guitar, and that played. What did you say on my guitar?
1: And who's your favourite presenter out of Miles and Gary? I'm more of a fan of Patrick Kilty. Patrick is Kilty. good, isn't he he's good, and he. See you later, Chris. See ya. Oh. <laughs> that was that was yeah. Chris. Martin. Just just yeah. popped in. Just popped in. All right. Yeah. Right there. Hello, this is actually the voice of Miles Purnell and my comedy psychic, a Mr. GF, Gary Forrestal, here in the wings. Gaz, how's it going? In the
0: wings? I'm full of wings. love, darling. Um, yeah, I, uh, that was sprung on me, that Chris Martin thing. I, I feel I didn't do myself justice. So when you're listening back to that, imagine like how difficult that is. Give me a lot of love, sympathy and support. I, I didn't know Miles out. was gonna do that. Yeah, it's um actually and obviously we're not gonna get straight, straight, straight into it. This is one of my faves. This mm. has always been one of my faves. And in fact, when I when I came to listen back to this show, like every time when I listen back to a show for the for the D Trout spinners, I will sometimes remember quotes before they're said. This one I literally listened to about three minutes and I'd written down Ten quotes from because it just it just jog. That's all I needed to jog my memory for everything that came up during the show. It's it's uh, it's a joy. But anyway, before that, we've got well, let's say what we've got coming up because we always never do this. And then we get to like we start doing it. So coming up, we've got we'll have a general discussion about the show. Mars is going to tell you which show it is in a minute. We will have our favorite quotes. We'll have a little maybe a little hint of XFM in the community but breaking news we're actually going to do we've had a lot of feedback so we're going to do one of our XFM in the community specials we won't be reading out too much on during this show but we're going to record straight after this another one where we go for your feedback so that's to come and apparently we're putting another track in the bloody
1: Music library, the Dtrout Spinners library, and uh, a lot of people I, I saw had commented over. Well, I should first and foremost say Happy New Year to all of our Dtrouties. Oh yeah, There's yeah, a... no, I, uh, happy
0: Happy New Year. Well,
1: I said at first, so no, I, so, know. Well, I was copying you. Okay, That's what I right. do. <laughs> you're so great. Well, thanks very much. Really like <laughs> no, likewise, and to an extent, my Christmas decorations are down, but what a year already it's been. I don't want to talk about it too much, but I do like to go on the sort of Gary Forestal political opinion piece. Just a brief minute or so of what you think about it all, and, yeah. and also you've had a bit of tummy trouble, haven't you, as a 36-year-old gentleman?
0: Well, yeah, well that's a lot you've just left me with here. Well, just go into the year politically and summarise it. The tummy trouble, yeah. I've had a uh, bad summer. We were gonna record this about three days ago and uh but I just I hadn't I think I heated something up, not pizza, <laughs> and I didn't heat it up enough. Uh it was salmon. And uh so anyway, it was it's not been very nice. But yeah, politically. Very interesting. What happened in America this week was something that I predicted and I wasn't alone in predicting this like and it wasn't a, a shocking prediction but that would would happen would have happened before now after November the 3rd and I was surprised it took that long it's mm-hmm. un, it's got no peer in in terms of like what's happened previously nothing like this has ever happened so very very it's interesting but obviously her- horrific depressing but you know what what else what do you, what do you expect what do you expect is going to happen when all this is being said by the by the top man and it's it's just it's crazy how what bigger following he still has he retains 20 to 30 percent of the entire country mm-hmm. and uh, i i my prediction is he will run in 2024 he'll win the republican nomination and may well win the presidency but that's that's there you go <laughs> cheering <laughs> happy new year happy, happy new year, year. Yeah. No, and uh, obviously over in on these shores it's um it's brexit covid brexit covid brexit covid brexit it's just like spin a wheel and it's just lands on like the wheel of fortune it's just one of the, one of the two all the time So depressing but you know well,
1: my my week's got off to a crack and start because i've started using annoy um a new exfoliant to combat backheads black, because in london it's got very bad smoke pollution i think people are aware of so i'm just you know doing a nice exfoliant as you can see i've got a nice clean face unlike as yours
0: now but... smoker ladies and gentlemen
1: <laughs> heavy smoker if um, you're listening be it benson and hedges still looking for sponsors all right yeah <laughs> Imagine That's if good we though. got Benson and Hedges
0: sponsored this show. It's oh. illegal for a tobacco a company, thing, but they were the only ones who wanted it. What is your exfoliant, Mars? Because you're dying for me to ask you. Well,
1: well, I'm is... Just saying, is it looking different? I can't, I can't remember the brand name, but it's, it was one you that, look that was... A bit, uh... You look
0: a bit fresher, yeah. You look, yeah,
1: I do. You look, you look
0: young because you, you've shaved. shaved sometimes yeah. Mars has a moustache, sometimes he doesn't. How long does your moustache take to grow from beginning to yeah, its normal length?
1: Oh, good question. Uh, it's not actually, but uh, about, about six, five to six days. <laughs> my six fingers. days,
0: six days to get a full moustache. That's that's not bad.
1: I've got something I can quickly mention now. Uh, this is this is from James Lutchford. Of course, we're going to have a lot more the community, but something that's a little bit related to what we're talking about mm. now. Got to say, I'm a big fan of your show and I'm on and slowly becoming addicted to these as much as the shows that you dissect. Oh. Expertly and honestly, I might add. Thank, Thank you very much, James. Thanks to Lockdown, I'm nearly up to date with the current shows and have just listened to you discussing Carl's identity or listeners' lack of people knowing it. However can I ask what either of you two look like it pains me to say it but all I can picture you two by your voices are BBC's Dick and Dom apologies or Ash Cutler the little fella in the wheelchair Uh, (laughs) please say it isn't so and help me eradicate this terrible image from my head you're both too talented for me to even associate you with those two and I apologise wholeheartedly for even imagining it don't worry James James, I'm trusted by Dick and Dom if I can do anything
0: James if, if I'd earned what Dick or Dom has earned in media I'd be very happy with that. But yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. It's uh I remember when Dick and Dom were like Dick and Dom were on children's TV and then because what happened to Ant Anton Deck a few years before that were on children's TV. Life. They they then went to went they did so well they went to adult TV and obviously they've done fantastic it's been a fantastic success. Dick and Dom did it in the in the bungalow. It went to adult TV and uh it was like panned. It
1: was so What's shit. That? Was that the first use of the word in da something, or was no. that like an Ali G thing?
0: No, Ali G had used it before, and other people had used it before that. You know, yeah. so it wasn't. No, it wasn't at all. But um, we, James, do not look like Dick and Dom. I can't quite picture what Dick and Dom look like. I, I know they're 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 two kind of you know handsome guys in their early thirties. We we're not that. Both look, in our 30s. But well, we look different. I mean, I, I look different to how I used to Gary
1: look. Gary looks like a big... Bit. We look a bit like um Mike and Sully from Monsters Incorporated. I look like a sort of one-eyed uh, alien goblin, and Gary looks like a big furry yeti. That's Is that a fair... Just yeah.
0: Yeah, I've often... Yeah, but, well, you're wearing glasses, so...
1: Yeah. Does, does does that thing in that thing right. wear glasses? Got no, you got no idea what I'm talking about. I got no idea about monsters. Got no, no idea. I don't know. I, I know. do. I, don't I care do about about Not interested. Don't care.
0: So we so Mars has a mustache usually. No other facial hair, but it's quite a thick mustache. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I don't have much of a mustache, but I have very thick facial hair everywhere else. I've lost weight recently, so I'm not quite quite slim. Um, we're, we're both quite slimish uh, a <laughs> bit, bit kind of we put on we put on a bit of a barrel round the middle when we eat too much we both do that you Sounds mars like, a, bit like long, a lonely
1: hearts column doesn't yeah it?
0: mars has got longer hair than me he's got quite long hair for a man for a man a bit bit i think he's a bit but he, he's got long hair <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no he's and my hair's getting long though as well Mars is wearing headphones and he's wearing yep. a t-shirt and i'm wearing a t-shirt wow
1: what <laughs> so that's what, what, what a very description of two no, I, I know. I,
0: <laughs> I did
1: it but basically james we'll do a live show at some point james you can come no
0: james us. i've got a solution for you james we are on and i would suggest this to everyone obviously but um you don't have to do this we're on patreon now we're on patreon so um just putting detrat spinners patreon and you'll find us on there and if you join for a little little monthly subscription you can choose what that is um we do both shows and there's two i think on there at the moment both audio but we are going to be putting video clips little video clips of ourselves on there so you You can keep saying when are
1: you going to do it (laughs) well if you put yours on no, no.
0: so we both do mars has done a really like steven's uh, steven seagal
1: steven yes. spielberg um, it's so, probably more seagal than spielberg at the yeah.
0: moment <laughs> but, um, it, and i'm just gonna do a, a video on my phone in my flat but we, we periodically put um videos of ourselves on there if you if you're a patron you can see what we look like so there, there's a solution but i will i just want to say thank you very much for email really appreciate it very kind words james um but i think it's time now to get yep. on with the main part of the show so Mars, what's the show today which one are we
1: reviewing this week we discuss episode 38 10th of may 2003 Ricky is, is incensed that the show failed to win any Sony Awards and gives Carl money to perform degrading homoerotic tasks. I'll put a link to the original show in the description of this alongside all the different ways to get in touch, <laughs> Patreon, etc. But And then when you're ready, you can come back and debrief with us. Gary, yeah. what are your... Hang on, initial- hang on, Mars, are they back yet? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, hi. you're back. Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, yeah, this uh, is Initial thoughts, as we always do, Gary, yeah. what are they? it's
0: it's a fantastic show got lots of elements that i like not winning in sony is a great way to start, off, and it's it kind of underpins the whole show and actually the show after that as well where they get dr fox on and i've often thought this that i i do believe they would have been disappointed not to win but it made for so much of a better show can you imagine if they'd won it wouldn't <laughs> like and they come on and said we've won it's that they're they they're, they're They're very good when they're being self-deprecating and kind of taking the piss of themselves and each other and this is a perfect situation for that where where they didn't even get a bronze and they got bronze
1: last year. It means nothing to me it means nothing to me he says.
0: No but um, I I, I do think they're disappointed but it made for a very good show and yeah what Carl would do for money is a great little feature and it uh, i do believe they did a little bit of planning for that but it's funny that they actually sat down and planned it and that yeah. was the best feature they could come up with and it is brilliant but it's it's <laughs> shoddily brilliant it's like kind of it's it's ridiculous but well, it's, it's the
1: brilliant. worst thing that you could do on radio isn't it to say I'm going to perform a, a physical task and we're just going to record the fruits of it but yeah, what gonna... makes it funnier is that you can hear their reactions and the moving of the mics and the echoey voices it just you yeah. you're imagining it like we were talking about last week the benefits of audio where even though i haven't seen it i can see carl on all fours yeah taking off ricky's smelly cotton ricky,
0: ricky just laughing like just <laughs> and, and and that's a funny thing is like and again it's a very honest show and this is an example of that honesty, ricky's reaction for out is very real the whole way. He never he never acts or pretends with that because he even start says I, I don't even like this anymore. So when yeah. he's, he did change because it's it is a weird thing. What a weird strange situation you're you're getting another man to take off you just just to take off your shoe and sock for money. And I, I also like the way that the things that they pitch to Carl they they pitch them very well. Like they're not nothing is kind of overtly sexual. It's just like just having a shower having a shower if I make money just no just watching washing each other and then he goes no no just washing yourselves literally you're just washing yourself (laughs) there's other examples where they it sound it kind of sounds like it's going to be sexual but they make it and I think that's weirder than to have an overtly sexual act to do to pay yeah than to make it like creepily in a creepy way non-sexual oh no you just just take off my shoes and socks you that's all that's all don't chris you don't need to like give me a foot massage just just to take that's the, that's the weird bit anyway
1: well can it's... can i ask you what what you would do for money and what in a game of what price gary would you rather oh, we... say say i've got 20 quid right and i asked all the detractees on on twitter what would you rather do right take off ricky's sock shower with another man say me shower with me give dale a neck massage. Or wear Steve's underpants. I can tell you what everyone else chose, but what would you do out of those
0: those things for twenty quid? Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd give Dale Winter a neck massage.
1: I would give Dale Winter because I think we'd actually. Yeah, have a no, I'd a do that.
0: I'd pay twenty quid to do that.
1: I loved Dale Winter when I was growing up. Yeah, he was like he? one of the best TV presenters uh, in the nineties, wasn't he?
0: Tragic. tragic uh, oh yeah, a very 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 talented. I know he's kind of seen with uh, through eyes of a bit sneeriness. Mm. that he's very and he is you know he's very he's that's very feminine. no but that, that's not that wasn't even what i was thinking of but like yes he's very camp but the, i'm more thinking of the shows he does they're very kind of he's I'm not, not doing their magazine he's never he done mastermind good tv reviewer made a great point when he did bring on the wall bring on the wall, on the wall. and then they changed the um presenter the dance at one of the dancers off strictly because the tv presenter oh, the tv reviewer who i Read Ali Ross, he was furious. He was like, He hated Bring on the Wall. It was a terrible show, but it was brilliantly terrible. And it, a part of that yeah. was Dale. Dale was making it brilliant, like just through his just being Dale. Well,
1: supermarket and, and another changed, example of that, isn't yeah,
0: it? Supermarket you know? a good, like, yeah, it's very kitsch, very, very kind of, you know, it's twee.
1: Yeah, as soon as you
0: change to Anton Dubec, it's like you've lost that magic because it's a shit show. But Dale makes it good, so anyway,
1: go well, on. Well, everyone else said they wanted to take off Ricky's sock, which was, it was between the 36% Ricky sock and 34% Dale Winton neck massage. Wear Steve's underpants and shower with another man. But and we did didn't say put, who. Did the other Did you put man.
0: brackets you? Like you uh, with
1: the other man? I didn't did feel you? comfortable to put that.
0: No, that's fine. <laughs> no, I just wondered <laughs> if
1: I it was just... a of you or... No, like, no. Just to add on the 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 defeat at the sonys a couple of interesting points from sean ripe said uh, who's a, a patron as well maybe ricky had a point about the panel apparently taking in interest in funny phone calls maybe the lack of listeners phoning in mainly because rsk didn't want any calls cost them the content that the sony panel were looking for clem fandango backs back ups this point i think that's all that sets them apart from other radio shows apart from the odd email uh or episode there's zero engagement by by the listeners, which is, you know, true. That they're, they're, it is all about them, isn't it, the show? Yeah,
0: that's why Dickie Anders, who we interviewed, check out that interview it was a few few months ago, is so well known amongst the audience because it's so rare. It, it, there is no other Dickie Anders because there's no other one who gets into extended interaction with them. And they don't take calls, hardly ever, except for the smelly eyebrows lady and that, that oh. disastrous, uh, what was the game show? Exa family fortune extra family fortune yeah they don't engage but they are very funny and it's interesting actually because dr fox appears on in the next episode i won't talk too much about it because that's for next week but and he kind of they, they're having a bit of a laugh with the interview and i'm sure dr fox kind of got got it was a bit of a joke but he, he's genuinely answering the questions quite sort of earnestly and actually i think you know i'll swiggy and Joe, the, the, they were funnier than you. Oh, funnier than us. Y- yeah, yeah, they were, actually. And he's kind of being genuine. Like, I do believe there were very good sort of local radio shows that no one has heard of. But if you were judging it, mm. you'd always judge that, the Ricky Gervais show on XFM, to be <laughs> sort of worthy of any award, you know. Now, I don't know what they really sent in. Obviously, they didn't send in the, the mash-up they do at the beginning. That's a joke. But they... Have to send in a full show, I believe. So it's not you don't send in clips of shows and put them put them together. You have to send in a full show. So whatever one they sent, the only thing I would say about the award is to enjoy the Ricky Gervais show as much as we all do. You need to buy into it, and that comes from having listened to a few shows. So it's not the first you hear of the Ricky Gervais show is almost like Wonderman and kind of you creep down weirded out and then and then it starts to become funny when you bought into oh that's what called that okay so i'm getting it now this is how they this is how they present themselves this is kind of the vibe of the show if you just listen to one show and you're on a panel you probably don't necessarily buy into it, but it's a shame because. No,
1: did... it does remind me of like because I've been listening to a few podcasts this week and revisiting one in particular, which was Bob Mortimer being interviewed by Richard Herring's uh, Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. What what he was saying is he saying like your brand of comedy, this sort of surreal. Abstract is really difficult to do and it's so enjoyable and it's funny and it's unique and totally different to anything that anyone's doing. However, Richard said, you know, if you're not in the mood for it, it can be really fucking irritating. And it's funny because the amount of people, the listeners that we have, who say, you know, I love it, but my partner hates it. And maybe that's, you know, it is not going to appeal to everyone, but that's also the the benefit as well because it's that same thing you know you want to like the niche you want to be part of a subculture in many ways like it's almost more enjoyable if no one else likes it because you're like oh this yeah is just yeah. this is for me this is made He's for me
0: really part i wouldn't so yeah the comparison there is not that's a good point about richard herring and i must listen to that interview because that just sounds fascinating just from that little snippet it's not i'd never compare the Ricky Gervais show to Bob Mortimer's style of comedy other than in terms of level of quality of how enjoyable both those mm. things are but the, the the Ricky Gervais show is not a surreal show there's no there's no real surrealism it, it, there is some bits that the monkey news gets surreal, but it's a very I guess for all of us probably there's times we're not in the mood for the Ricky Gervais show but most of the time we are but I guess it's so it's not more it's not more like as individual people and how we change throughout the day as to what mm. we fancy it's comparing different people and that what they just buy into but if you don't buy into it like my dad we were talking about my dad uh, earlier and you know he he listened to our old radio show he kind of, he he enjoyed it we've got a lot of comedy references with each other like a lot of crossover and what we like he got me into harry hill he also loves an idiot abroad and that's how he, he sort of talked to me about it one day he said do you know who this carl pilkington is I said, yeah I, I absolutely know and then i told him about the shows the xfm shows nah nah so he loves carl pilkington he loves comedy in general he loves ricky gervais loves Stephen merchant all of those ingredients yet he just has no interest in going back and listening to the ricky gervais show like mm-hmm. when I said to him, it's really interesting because it's, you know, how they met and it's, it's how they formed their relationships formed. Now, nah. some people just like because we, we talked about and you mentioned it earlier today, how much we like audio and it leaves gaps for filling in you know your own picture, painting your own picture of a scene. But some people then audio is not for them. So mm. and that's why TV is a more successful medium. Uh, I think audio can be better in many ways. And I'm glad the The XfM show with Ricky Gervais wasn't filmed like it wasn't a, a fi- like a film. Yeah. I, I do still wish there was some um, webcam footage, you know, just from some some of the shows. yeah but anyway, I'm glad I'm glad it's audio and yeah, I, I, so I think some people don't like audio some people don't like mm. they they don't can't suspend their disbelief for long enough to buy into something like the Ricky Gervais show and they just
1: don't want to they will they, well you've they got do... to also really you've got you've also got to really like buy into those personalities as well if if your presenter's not engaging at all you're going to switch off within the first 10 minutes I but think they, but they but they are... maybe, maybe they do that bit at the start don't they they show they go there's a weak link in our midst weak and uh, and <laughs> which is great that could have been a good quote actually but they're blaming well, Khan for not for not for losing the award and they're obviously doing it tongue-in-cheek because i tell you what if it was down to like those series zero ricky and steve shows i, I, don't, I really don't think they're getting an award then no I they haven't. probably wouldn't even be entered to be honest
0: No, well, I I, know I think they probably would have got awards with without Carl, probably probably more than they got with him. But that, as I say, getting an award is not necessarily a reflection of quality. You know, you add Carl to the mix, to Ricky and Steve, and it gets weird, just about weird enough that a panel who listened to an individual show wouldn't quite get it. Whereas if you just Ricky and Steve in Series 0, all right, it's very raw and kind of haphazard, mm. but you get it. It's kind of entertaining
1: radio. Like, like all of it, they were ahead of their time, right? I, that's the way I think, you know, that style of presentation, that style of speech radio. I
0: just that think it's timeless.
1: Not, I don't I, can't, it, I don't place it so like that. I don't. No, but it's not the guys were saying beforehand, you know, yeah, they didn't do call-ins. They did something different. And like you said, you've got to buy into it. You've got to buy into their relationship. You've got to buy into them personalities. Some people are really fucking irritated by Ricky Gervais, even the Ricky Gervais that we like back then. Yeah. And Cole turn, they really rub them up the wrong way. You know, they they get a lot of negative feedback, but I think that's now used now. Like there are so many shows that were, you know, ahead of their time in the 90s yeah. like that. I think it's probably ahead of its time in
0: terms of its honesty. And I don't know whether a show like the Johnny Vaughan, show that i listened to would have existed had it not been for uh the xfm ricky gervais show i suspect it probably would because it's it's not like uh they invented honest yeah. radio. And that's that that's the key well, number one key i say one reason why it's so successful with its underground kind of sub audience that we all are today is because of its honesty more than the humor more than obviously all those things are important humor tone you know but it's honesty is is different yeah. to any Excuse other radio me. show and i think certainly on xfm it's influenced a lot of shows on xfm but i wouldn't say it's sort of, its time i just don't i don't place the time on that it's, it's kind no. of strange it's just honest radio i'm sure that shows like that existed in the past in america and mm. in all parts of the world but they just weren't as good at it these three happened to be just very good at it and ricky ricky who is the main decider on the show of how each show goes um, he is the main talent. he is very very good at making something entertaining through being honest and it's only when he started to lose that honesty and that starts in the podcasts mm. and mm. you know and, and has continued throughout to this day that's that's when you start to lose the entertainment. factor um and as soon as it's not natural like we we interviewed a lovely love she was lovely Lisa Ullman and she she uh was the executive producer of the Ricky Gervais animated series and we're very complimentary of it because I I, I, you know it's a fantastic piece of work to, to have animated it like that but I still believe that those shows in general they're not as real and it, it, things that come up are come up don't come up organic yeah they do come up organically during this whole this mm. year two years worth of radio um that we're reviewing so let's let's return
1: to the episode in in hand how many members of coldplay can you get into a mini
0: 28
1: <laughs> no it's it's four it's a four-seated vehicle so it's actually very straightforward I've heard that. Joke. Like uh, some, um, himself... It's the first thing, whenever I hear the Chris Martin bit, I go straight to that episode of Buzzcocks with Simon Amstel. I'll put a link in oh, the description. Oh, that's it, yeah. Amstel. But it is it is so funny because and they're he, taking a I the bet he out. wrote
0: that himself. I bet he didn't Of course know. he like, did. He, yeah, had, was... he had writers, obviously. Yeah. But Amstel, Simon Amstel, another kind of mutual hero of ours. But uh, yeah 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 that's a that's that's very good I love it's kind it. Of we're, taking
1: piss, we're taking the piss at the blandness of chris also i've got a bit of a bit of beef with uh chris martin you know he's engaged to uh dakota johnson the actress i think i know dakota was she the actress know, the who was word, very um, young in something She like played an actress when she was six or seven no she was um her grandmother's tippy headran, tippy head, he, 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 I can't remember her name now. Oh, uh, but it was in that. loads of Hitchcock films. I know you will probably. I'll be on tippy your time. Oh, I love you. Yeah. Uh, but Dakota Johnson was infamously in uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Who's probably one of my future wives.
0: Okay. And, that sounded very creepy, but gone. No. <laughs> probably one of my future <laughs> wives. That, that's an and, interesting question. Uh,
1: she's being married to, but I'm funnier than Chris Martin. Oh, Chris, Chris oh. Martin. Yeah, but
0: yeah, but Chris Martin's worth probably 250 million dollars
1: do you know what's really sweet about the whole uh sock uh taken off story is when carl goes what if I, what if my parents are listening this what about my parents listening. they think they go carl's doing the right for himself he's down he's down in london he calls up it's taking off socks for money yeah how degraded yeah.
0: Yeah, and I genuinely it's believe again it's the honesty. Like he would, he would genuine That's that was probably his biggest worry of like doing that, that his family would listen. But yeah, uh, the the Chris Martin stuff as we were talking about it, great, just a great example of them going into little little dialogues between each other, and it's mainly Ricky's answers. But just and again, it's like that Simon Amstel joke. The way Ricky performs it, like he gives the most bland answers. No. No, made, made the music in my head with a guitar. No, you. I uh, heard you're you're in the, the hums. No, no, I'm here. And how, Chris? How old are you now? 20. Twenty-eight. He doesn't pretend to kind of make up funny answers that are fun answers that are like inherently funny because it's bland.
1: And there's that brilliant uh, thing that you forwarded me on, which was Chris Martin being interviewed. Yeah. He, he infamously makes an appearance in Extras and he goes, what are you doing here? A factory in Wigan. It's mental. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a great. <laughs> and I know this is going to sound absolutely mental, but would you mind performing a single for us? Are you yeah. having a laugh? That's probably my favourite
0: uh moment of a uh, like like five minute period of extras uh, as a whole and when yeah. chris martin's singing the song as well and he's kind of just trying mm-hmm. to keep a smile out like in the background and uh yeah it's played very very well i know this is gonna sound absolutely <laughs> mental because obviously he's been forced to have chris martin in his sitcom he doesn't want doesn't want him but but there's uh, that interview but yeah, that, they, I think they filmed that thing i sent you actually should we post that online that but um there is a one part of the interview and this kind of speaks to genuine naughtiness from ricky where he actually i can't remember the word that is used but he has to overdub it with another word and actually the word he overdubs it with is quite offensive anyway but the word he must have used at the beginning i can't i can i think i read what it was but i think it's the m word and he right. realized that you couldn't use that so he overdubs himself which is very rare for ricky he never like you don't see that kind of self-correction it just could you
1: just could you say the word but bleep out the vowel me Are you asking me to genuinely yeah say it? no i can't i'm not I'm say it. joking i joking no,
0: put it on but he is hilarious i can't remember what does he, he says like um how much did you get for your last album or something he said a bit he goes a billion or two billion and then he goes paid for a bypass in tax it's just <laughs> it's just a lovely line for chris martin actually it shows chris martin and this is Probably to answer your earlier question, why is Dakota Fanning with Johnson? Dakota Johnson. Sorry, there is a Dakota Fanning, isn't there? There
1: is, yeah. You're yeah, correct. that's what,
0: okay. But why? Because he's very funny. He's very rich. That's got to be something. Still, yeah. he's very funny. He actually, he, I, I quite like his look. Like he's, but he's not. He's never going to be like a Richard E. Grant kind of. We were talking about him earlier. <laughs> so, you know, he's not going to be like a leading man in a, in a film. But he's, uh, he's got that kind of plain look. That's kind of, I think, you know, Inoffensive. Women go for. But mainly, it's the humour. And he that that thing with Ricky really shows it.
1: Were you pleased to see Chris Martin performing with Liam Gallagher at that? Um well that.
0: no no because no it's no offense to chris martin at all but everyone like in my circle i've got two main fan fandom groups obviously this is one the ricky gervais show on xfm and oasis is another one so i'm on quite a lot of the oasis forums and people who i'm friends with on facebook who i don't even speak to but that they are also oasis fans we we were all kind of Everyone was hoping it was going to be Noel, and I was a bit pissed off with Noel. Noel was on holiday and he didn't come back. Because so when um, I think Liam came out, Liam walked out, and then Chris Martin walked out, and it's it was so disappointing. But and it's not Chris Martin's fault whatsoever. But it was just not, it, it was just like we all wanted Noel, and <laughs> I think we'll get it this year. I I that is the worst thing Noel's done. I think is not doing that. He didn't want to come back off holiday and he didn't want to reconnect with Liam. I get those two things, but in the wake of what happened, I think you should, especially you might maybe 2021. Huh? 2021 could
1: be a year of an oasis. 20, reunion. Yeah.
0: But then I don't think live concerts are going to be back anytime in 2021. So it's a bad year for them to reform. But I did see there was some nice new new year message from Liam to Noel. He, he often sends that, nice yeah. messages to Noel and uh, Noel, Noel never responds, but, you know i i think there there's a thawing of the bad relationship between them but yeah no so i was very disappointed when chris martin walked out it was like it was like i don't know being told you going to florida and then, yeah. and then actually no we mean going florida to... florida which is a little village outside of skegness you know like and center park no i love center parks actually i'd be excited about that
1: i, I love said center... what about haven holidays and hopton would you be okay with uh, that Wait no, we were a Butlins um, policy. Ah, oh, but, oh. Something that I've always wanted to know in this episode, and again, just from years and years of listening to it again and again. They're going to give him twenty quid to take off the sock. He says, "I'll give you a tenner," and say, "No, no, Carl, you you keep the tenner because it's the tenner that you owe me." I just want to know what Carl owed Steve money for. It was ten pounds. What a ridiculous thing to want to know. Yeah. In what the context,
0: did he owe you ten pounds of... for. Yeah, it's funny. I can't imagine that transaction ever taking place. I mean, we, we all know about the 50p and the 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 consternation that caused. So I can't imagine either of them ever lending £10 to the other one during those days. But yeah, it must have been. It probably was just like I, at the bar. In those days, you couldn't pay on card. In most pubs, I, I haven't got any cash on me. Can you buy this? And Steve was like, I'll buy this round. It, it probably was something like that uh you know well it wasn't like for something exciting like uh, Plug. butt plugs yeah or vibrator can't get a vibrator for 10 quid
1: anyway i've tried no, not these things. Uh, <laughs> this this episode there's a couple of like really standout moments for me like the mattress story it says i know I a mate who had one in the back of a van
0: that is a weird because yep. you know that is, is such a serial killer. I know Steve jokes about it, but that is such a creepy thing to do to drive around a van with a mattress in the back. And I can just so I and, and again it's like you were saying earlier. You can uh, when they were talking about taking Ricky's sock and shoe and sock off. You can really picture that. You can picture the look on all of their faces, Steve, Ricky, and Carl. And yeah. I can really picture, I can't, I don't know what she looks like, but I can totally imagine Suzanne walking into that bedroom, reeking of diesel. She's like, and it's gets, Carl underplays it, he just, she's like, like he says, Suzanne said, what's going on? Like, but she must have said more than that. But I can just so imagine her, her walking into that and being like, get the fuck, get that fucking mat out of our and it's funny cuz yeah you, you you do think when you buy a bed that it comes with a mattress but a lot of them don't so i can totally imagine that story of happening and
1: they they do actually bring that up that story again in, in the podcast this episode this episode ends on a really kind of cold note doesn't it it's quite it's probably one of the harsher Carl versus Steve moments which is no one likes to pick on an invalid yeah that's now funny. i feel i feel bad even saying that word i think that was the the
0: invalid might be the word they dubbed into that ricky gervais uh, chris martin sketch i think right. invalid just just separate that's totally separate to this dialogue but i think invalid was what they dubbed in which isn't very nice yeah that that's it's a, it's a bit of a it's like it's not the best way to end the show because there's no a lot of the humor you get in interactions like that are the laughter that you hear from ricky it, it, we might find it externally funny but you do find things funny when someone is laughing and particularly Ricky and uh Ricky doesn't laugh at that does he no. and it's kind of like it's left hanging in the air and it, it, it and it's it's not like a terrible way to end the show it's just not in keeping with the the quality of the rest of the show but yeah absolutely a classic and um one of my faves i always And I I know it by number as well. Like I know, like if I just randomly go and scroll to 38, I know it's this show and I know I'm going to really enjoy it. And actually, I'll say this. Obviously, we're going to carry on doing the shows in order. There's a run of a few shows now where for different reasons, they're not always the same and they're not all the same level of quality. But a few shows which are in my top ten that are coming up in the next five, six shows, which I really like. So for whatever reason, the the quality seems to go up. From not winning a Sony, uh, I think spurs them on through kind of uh, slight embarrassment actually because they always win their awards but i think in general they're just spurred on by taking the you know it's
1: so refreshing as well to hear hear people who say i want to win an award because it was always that time where people were like oh i don't mind oh yeah like you remember when people used to go into big brother and say oh i don't really want to win it's like you want to win and now and now everyone there's no shame in it now i like a little like a geeky sort of trivia note as well for this episode you'll know it already but in extras they talk about would you take off your pet your clothes to yeah. appear on a stripper pen <laughs> yeah which of course they 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 look at yeah. that in extras don't they yeah and, uh, that's a
0: good but and again like some people aren't happy with that uh, that i don't mind that at all. If you if you reference stuff like they came up with it, like it was Steve's idea in general. Yeah. So, and even stuff that Carl says, I don't mind Ricky using in his stand-up. Because he always references a friend of mine or Carl. He talks about Carl. He doesn't kind of just take take the lines as his own like yeah i i like them using um just just bits that came up during the shows mm. but in their later work and yeah that's a great example of it the pen we, we masturbating
1: we, <laughs> oh, we masturbate it sorry we masturbate. but if,
0: it, if, you do, if you do anything this weekend or this week watch go watch the outtakes of that scene it's, <laughs>
1: yeah. it's, they're brilliant. oh well, that's some something for your weekend guys masturbate to a pen and um check out some outtakes
0: Favorite quotes. Favorite quotes. Oh, I'm into references about the last 12 shows we've done. We've, you may have noticed, there's a bit of probably a little bit of audio playing now over me. That's already playing, and oh, yeah. uh, we we introduced a little audio track. Let us know what you think of it. I think it might work better in um, uh, XFM in the community, but I, I, I'm more than happy to have it here. But yeah, we did have one piece of feedback that said. What the fuck are you doing with this music? It's shit, basically. Oh. No, but um, we quite like it, so. And, uh, yeah, favourite quotes. Now, I'm I'm always the one in favourite quotes saying to you, no, let's make it a tight five. Let's make it a type five. No, and you might like. Well, I've got seven or eight. I'm like, no, make it a type five. Let's not do a type five this week. I've <laughs> like. quite. Okay.
1: All right. Well, do you want to get us started? Because I've got a suspicion you've got considerably more than me.
0: Okay. Well, I, I, I this is again. This isn't like. Not all these lines are like out, outright funny. But I just like the way it says. Ha ha ha! Badly drawn boy <laughs> on XFM.
1: I was ha, thinking ha, we should come in on that, but boy. I thought. Love it. Okay. I'm not a character. I'm the, not a character. The the accusation that Stephen Merchant isn't actually one of the presenters. Rather, he's a comedy character. Like,
0: like he's, he's basically equating Stephen Merchant and Holy Foot. Like, yeah. they're the same level of... <laughs> and, and, and actually, that was a great email from uh, Dickie Anders. That's that one of his best, actually, because... Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Just, just, just for that line introducing the characters and he must have thought to himself after he'd written a few characters oh I'll put Steve Merchant as well yeah. be funny. Steve and and Merchant the funny
1: little West Country fella
0: yeah there must be something in this that means the office is award winning and this is a pile of shite and again I, I did like it because again you have to remember this is on like midday and a London based radio show you know where you're not allowed to say
1: those things not well like they, they do this brilliant bit don't they go so uh us us two do the office, yeah, award-winning, and, and and us three do this no show. Words. No awards.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was gonna be that was uh, uh, possibly gonna be one of
1: my quotes, but it's not um, go on. I have to say, guys, I'm gonna say a bit of a naughty word here, but I have to include it because it makes me laugh every time. Oh, I start. know what you're.
0: Gonna, li- listen, I, <laughs> before you say this, I would have included this but i ca- there's re i cannot say this. now i i don't endorse what mars says because if you're listening <laughs> to this and and you happen to be from my course or running my course then i don't endorse him but i have to say like in a cheeky little way i would have put i i was frustrated so i couldn't sound
1: as the pc brigade but... yeah, um, no, no okay seen. here here it comes are you a couple of benders yeah i mean that just i'm sorry that i find that funny but no, it's, fun. it it's funny.
0: It's in context. It's funny, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, because it's just, they just they are like they just sort of have more like. Obviously, you know, cool. film well, it. obviously <laughs> we, we both need to go in. And we well, what if one of us goes in and just Well, what if what if we just film it and we just leave the camera in there? He just keeps it, going out. on. He keeps. Just, yeah, I know. It gets weirder. And it's it the, those bits, as I said before, are so creepy in a funny way because of their like normalness. He's not saying, oh, could we. Stand and masturbate to it. You know, he's saying "Can we just come in? We we'll just watch. We we'll just watch, or yeah. one of us, we'll, one of us watch, or we we'll just film oh. it and we'll we we'll then watch the f- footage
1: back." i'll Just imagine, imagine. <laughs> I'll tell you it what, himself. it's not the first creepy thing that Ricky's done as well. Like in the series Zero, there's some brilliant like offcuts of that show that aren't like of a full show, and basically Ricky's trying to get a caller. To he's going to send him a four pack of beer. And it sounds really crap, but it is one of the funniest things. No, it's, it doesn't sound <laughs> This bloke doesn't get it at all. He's like, Well, you were just going to send me beer. It's like, Yeah, everyone likes beer. I'm going to come around. I'm going to come to your house. Tell me your address and I'll be delivering some beer to you. It's just so. Zero is weird. great. It, it, uh, actually, we are
0: talking about uh, the uh, surrealism of Bob Mortimer. And how it's not the same, the, the surrealism isn't the same, the qualities, level of quality is the same. But those Series Zero shows are more surreal than, it actually, ironically, because as much as Carl makes it surreal, and he's a surreal character, not a character, he's a real person, but it, he's a character within the show, fabric of the show, it's actually more surreal, some of the stuff they did mm-hmm. without Carl, ironically. Yeah, really bizarre. Um, uh, you've already said it, I, and I did have it. There's a weak link. In a weak
1: link in our midst. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ricky, when he comes back, and you go, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love, yeah. I love that. I've got two and that's okay. You got yeah. nice, t- you got nice toes and that. Yeah. I just yeah. love his his breathy delivery when he sort of. <sighs> yeah.
0: I'll,
1: oh, and I tell you what, something you haven't mentioned. I'm sure you're going to get round to it. It's it's at the end when he goes um under his breath when, when they're talking about the um infinite monkey theorem that comes yeah. back and he says right got a got a room got got a, got a couple of monkeys not an infant amount then yeah. go on uh, got yeah. a and then you I, can I, just hear carl under his breath and it's brilliant one of those things we talked about in a few weeks ago yeah of like things that you've got to really have acute hearing to get yeah. and he goes oh, i hate him
0: I... Yeah, no, yeah. I know, yeah, it's very, it's very, um, very subtle, and very, very meaningful. Like when Carl says he hates Ricky, my God, in those moments, he hates Ricky. It's not for show. Ricky is really annoying. In those. <laughs> but I love that monkey, that whole infinite monkey. Film. I haven't got many quotes from that particular bit, but that whole thing could be a, a quote for me. Like not an infinite yeah. monkey. Uh, no, oh, about eight monkeys. Oh, and actually, let I me just
1: calculate it, but, that as a fraction of infinity. It's it's
0: a, a a fact of the show. I always say this when these things come up. That was in probably the top five contenders for the name of this show. Oh, about eight monkeys. Yeah, going to be the name of the show. So um that's how much i love that line and then my next line was i'm not a character uh what you, this is a line Mars and i use between each other uh, <laughs> all the time what are you going to spend your 80 quid on yeah
1: that, that's we we always we quite we like, spend like, your like 80
0: whenever quid money on comes up or
1: something you we, can replace that value with anything with anything yeah um my next and that was stunk a diesel on that
0: stunk a diesel on that just stunk a diesel like i could the, just like, yeah, I could ju- uh, you, oh my, yeah, that's the thing, good thing about radio as well. Rather than seeing that scene, like Carl, like actually do that, it's funnier not seeing it. And because I've got this picture in my head, and I can, I'm there. I can smell it. I can smell when he says that. I can smell how bad. Because
1: everyone that. knows what Diesel smells like, and it's one of those yes. really <laughs> memorable smells. Yeah, who's the weak link? Who's that's brilliant? That is such a smart. Yeah, Diesel. Yeah, because there's and it, and it, well, it's very it's a, it was very He an award.
0: Yeah, that is a it is a great, great comeback actually. Just in and of itself, on its own, like because there's like oh well, there's two of you for a start, which is a bit like all right, he's he's still under the guise of comedy, so he's not. I'm not saying he's being harsh by saying that, but he's kind of putting Kyle down a bit, like no, he's putting his award down. You, well, there's two of you. Yeah, well, there's three of us.
1: Can't even get a bronze. Get a bronze. bronze. My <laughs> next one was left him at school because never had a bag.
0: Never had a bag. Of
1: okay, God. I love it because it just reminds me of those days at school where. You got your new pencil case and you got your new lunchbox, your new Thomas the Tank lunchbox lunch box and your little uh your what what were they called? Those bags? The the drawstring bag like a nike or an adidas kind of drawstring oh just reminds me of that and just imagine cu- little carl pilkerton as a kid with a little sainsbury's bag or a somerset summerfield bag full of like byros and a little r- ruler and a rubber i love it yeah i,
0: I don't think he even had that but i, I <laughs> but ricky's reaction to that again is great because it doesn't always have to be a huge ricky laugh <laughs> but it's just the way ricky says and he, he's incredulous to himself like he's a never had a pack
1: like <laughs> that
0: Some great Uh, laughs in this in this episode as well from all of There was there's one Ricky laugh in this show. (laughs) what I was gonna say is my favourite ever, but I can't remember which one. I didn't write down which one it was. Anyway, um so yeah, my next one, it did start off with Would you rub Dale Winton's neck? And it's funny, like if if a conversation starts <laughs> off with that it's, it's 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 not insignificant that he says it starts
1: off with that. It's also that. a really careful pick of the person because obviously they were tra- they're gonna they're gonna choose Dale Winton, or they were gonna choose someone like Graham Norton or like yeah.
0: No, but Dale no, Winton no, is perfect because he, he can imagine Dale Winton even in those days when he was like in his, I guess, mid thirties, he, he would have knots in his neck. <laughs> I don't know why. I just he, like, you couldn't imagine. Whereas for other celebrities, you can't imagine having a knot in I the neck.
1: What, there was actually a great interview. I was going to say this at the start. It's a brilliant radio interview between the three of them and Dale Winton where th- they have a chat. They obviously don't bring that up for God's sake. But it's funny because Dale was like... Um, you could tell they were probably fascinated by him. Because he's probably... I was actually really sad when he died. Because it was like... He, yeah. he was a proper prominent figure of me growing up. Of like us yeah, growing up. Yeah. And he was like, always on the telly, wasn't he? Like him, Michael Barrymore, they were always on the telly. Oh, And Cilla Black as well. well I was saying Cilla Black...
0: Well, Cilla Black. Blind Date was like... Very few things we did together as a family, but watching Blind Date was one of them. Watching things like Father Ted were, were other ones that were good. But we watched, I watched Blind Date. I must have watched about five series every episode of Blind Date. It was just one of those things you just, like an Brilliant. institutional thing. Yeah, it was, I mean, it, I, I, I wish
1: we had that now. Like it was, it, it was night. fun. He yeah.
0: often thought, like, like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to go on there, or to to have to. Uh, and obviously now I look back on it. If I ever see a clip of it, it was more, far more set up than yeah I realized as a child. But um, we were talking. I just do want to make this point because I, I feel he's got such an unfair press that any time Michael Barrymore's mentioned in my in, amongst polite society within my social circle, I always want to <laughs> say how. How much I how much I like him. He is a such he was such a talented mm-hmm. presenter. I saw him live on a show which wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. He'd say the funniest things. Oh,
1: I hated that.
0: And the kids were, but it was because of the kids. They just weren't. It wasn't funny enough concept. Shower but he, was, he was really funny on it. Like yeah. anyway, but yeah, Dale Winton again seen as a very twee and sort of like very um, you know. That he didn't, didn't do serious <laughs> stuff, but he he had his found his niche and he fucking i'll tell you this would i like to is a program we both watch there's sort of a panel of six celebrities and they each have a card to read out something and it's either true or false and the the other team guests dale winton appeared on that as one of the guests once and he was fantastic he's not a comedian in such but he was really really good and
1: uh, i imagine we you know after our uh, garys someone said online we should do an nc harriet podcast because we talk about it enough why I don't was... we do we'll have to do a, a, a day of winter Gay Winton, okay. that's, that's that now that, that was, that a, was a,
0: Friday. Uh, oh, now, uh, no, we were, okay enough talk about Dale Winton, but yeah, I, I, I that was my quote. It did start off with rub Dale Winton's neck because it's just Winton. such a funny thing to
1: it says Winton, great of a God,
0: conversation starting off with starting off at that point. <laughs> would you Dale Winton's
1: neck? Even... I'll make it back on selling the pens, make it back on selling. I just the love, pens. just love how
0: quickly he says it. I love it, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, no, good. Uh, my next one was. Twenty-eight. Next one, not not what's Coldplayer. here. Really.
1: <laughs> That's a, a great line by Carl. A sharp a great... comeback. And from a, a...
0: this and this show has a couple of examples. There's lots of them throughout the whole series where they're genuine examples of the sharpness. And people who say Carl Pilkinson, yeah, he's an idiot. He he really isn't. He's he's dim in some ways, and he plays up to it. But he is so sharp comedically, and that that was a, another great line. Where and there's, there's so many examples where the humour doesn't come from him pretending to be an idiot, more of an idiot than he actually is. And he he pretends and he strokes slightly is, but I'm not saying pretending like acting. But yeah, it doesn't always come from that. It often can come from very just very sharp and funny lines, and that's a good example. Not not what's called player. Here's another one. Ask Suzanne. Ah, oh, suzanne oh, Ah,
1: suzanne suzanne
0: that's that's funny because it's so true i can totally <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. that but he would that's how he'd say oh, you're all right and that you've got good taste yeah, uh and my last one it's already come up never had a bag and that's
1: never had a bag well if you've got a favorite quote or we've missed any out that are your favorites so do email us spinnerspodcast at gmail.com or on twitter which is at spinners or if you've got any email correspondence and, yeah, like Gary said at the start of the app, uh, we're going to do a – we're going to carry on this show now. We're going to do an XFM in feminine community special, which will go out as a separate special, like you said, because we have been elongated with lots of lovely New Year's messages from, from all of you, uh, D-Charles, lots of yeah. new listeners, and lots of uh, questions that we wanted to devote proper time to rather than squeeze them into this show, which I've I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed doing yeah, this
0: show. Yeah, I've very, very enjoyed this one. And so we will let, – like, let's let's end it here, cause, uh, but we'll hey. – put... No, 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 Percy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I know. God.
0: Um. Um. Okay, let's do the songs quickly, and then we'll come to record the. uh,
1: Explain what it is, Gary, because you had a ripe old education over Spotify last episode. Do you remember the things I told you about? Cannot.
0: Uh. What? How Spotify works well not no, no. Well, one, one there was one episode where you
1: I, yeah. I asked you that how did D trout spinner's library work what, what oh is...
0: yeah well it well, basically we post the track and you put a link and you can
1: get the link
0: goes to the online listening post wow <laughs> So no, i don't i can't I genuinely can't remember we basically i've, le- I've
1: learned nothing he hasn't that no. What we do, guys, we take uh, a song each that we like or that, you know, we've been pressing or on our minds for some reason. And we put them into our Spotify playlist, which goes out every week. And you can listen to it. It's there on Spotify. And I'll put a link in the description. What What's yours first? OK, that. so I had to change my mind at the last minute because it was originally going to be an Arctic Monkeys song because we talked about Arctic Monkeys last week. But mm. I have to change it because this has been the anniversary of David Bowie's death and birthday has um, it oh yeah, yeah. Exactly put on there was lots of really good stuff on radio um six on yeah. the uh, on the bbc sounds app uh, which i highly recommend like brilliant documentaries live performances, stuff on the BBC. Sorry, I'm a big, Bowie was a very, very influential, important figure, me growing up, like with my mum, who's yeah. a big Bowie. And the big thing that is, is a part of me and my mum's relationship. So I'm going to pick the, the Bowie song and the one I'm going to pick is Absolute Beginners, just because we're absolute beginners when it comes to podcasting.
0: Okay, no, that's a nice one. I mean, uh, and nice as well to pick one of Bowie because uh, I can totally vouch for that. Mars and his mum get on anyway, but they're huge Bowie fans, both of them. And uh, I, I, now I've always considered myself a fan of Bowie, but I didn't realise quite how obsessive like it can get, quite with good reason. I didn't realise there's so many fans out there who were really obsessive, which Mars and his mum both are, like I am with Oasis. So... Good choice, mate. I would say for me, I'm going to choose a song that... I when I went to Birmingham University in 2002 when I was 18. You know it didn't it didn't work out. By the way, because I, yeah. I, I for many reasons there was a weak so link in there his there was mid- a <laughs> weak link in, in my mix. But no, there's a, there's a guy who played uh, the guitar and so he showed me some tried to teach me the guitar. And one of the things I did kind of learn in and I've always liked this song. This way, I asked him to teach me "Come as You Are" by Nirvana. Ah. Oh. Good choice. Yeah, and it's a, it's a really hard to play actually. I can't play it. I can't play now. Can you all.
1: think of the link between Nirvana and David Bowie? How can we tie those two together in a neat little? Oh, bow? um. What's the link? 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 Oh, what? You? what? <laughs> what the was link? that
0: voice you did? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one of them did it first, but was The Man Who Sold the World? Correct. So so whose song was it?
1: Uh, which, Bowie's.
0: Yeah, I thought so, because Bowie's before Nirvana, but I, it's, I just watched a documentary on Nirvana. It was so interesting. I won't get too, too into it, but it was talking about how, you know when on songs, when you hear a song of a, on an album, they've recorded two, two sets of vocals and they put them on top of each other. I don't know yeah. why. that's so like, but and uh, Kurt Cobain was just like, no, I'm not doing that. It's just, it's just not real. It's just too. too I'm not the producer said, actually, John Lennon did it, mm. and Kurt Cobain was apparently a huge John Lennon fan, which pleases me, and I don't know why. It just pleases me, and he and he did it. He did this double kind of take of of songs, but anyway. That was just a random moment from the documentary but i'd highly recommend it but yeah that, that's my song come as you are but and that is us today we've come as we are we were hey we are brings it back. And we're gonna leave as we are as well
1: <laughs> all right guys do do uh do like subscribe and thank you to everyone who has left uh, a review and rating on our apple always welcome if you could support the show in any way that'd be that'd be brilliant really such nice little yeah. thing you do otherwise keep listening Tune- next week dr fox dr.
0: oh fox. yeah and obviously this week we'll we put them out together so you'll be able yeah. to see before before you get to this bit of audio that there is two shows um don't ever Sorry. do that because you know the context is like so he's like Mars does that sometimes but i said no, don't ever do that no. but, Wow. Still does. So yeah, thanks guys and we will see you um well we'll see you next week with the main show and a bit of a bit of XFM in the community coming up.